your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Rivs and BK on 101 ESPN. I've been looking forward to this segment <laughs> all week long. I'm not overstating that. I've legitimately been looking forward to this since the beginning of the week when we had the idea to have Jamie's father on. And we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by a man that I will affectionately call Big Jim, a.k.a. Jamie Rivers' father. Now, Jamie, I think you have a disclaimer that you want to throw out there before we throw it to Big Jim. Yeah, Dad, I know you're listening right now. We are actually live on the radio. You're no longer on hold, okay? Okay, good. <laughs> Big Jim, how are you doing today? I'm doing actually very very well, really. I've been getting ready for to talk about my boys, about hockey, about uh, training, different things. So I don't know where you guys want to start, but I know where I'd like to start. Well, I will allow you to start wherever you would like to start, Big Jim. What, what would you like to get us going with? Well, first of all, my two boys, when they were born, after about, oh, a couple of years, I said, or it was five years, really, and I said they'll both be playing in the NHL. Everybody laughed. Yeah, yeah, right, Rivers. What do you think your kids are? And you know what? I decided to make them champions. And what I did, and without killing them or choking <laughs> them, or, you know what I mean? Uh, Like a lot of parents did that. Um, And when I did some of that, my wife corrected me and said, they're they're only young. And I said, you're right. But to be professional, you better start now. Anyways, they had a ball. They both learned to skate at a young age. And the reason they learned how to skate is because, uh, first of all, they played in the laneway. And driveway here. Wife, eh? No, I'm just translating Canadian for our listeners because they don't have laneways here. They have driveways, Dad. Sorry, keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, where have we put the cars? Yeah, there you go. boy. Hey, how's that? Yeah, much better. Uh, and really, they both were kind of drawn towards hockey. And the funny part of it is once they started hockey... I wanted them to be hockey players. I knew they would be because of the way I was going to train them. But the problem was at that time, you had to start in the league. You have to get known. You have to play. Well, my wife, when I was busy working and making money so we could enjoy hockey, 
would be out in the laneway, pregnant for my son Sean, and playing hockey with them. At first, just Sean. Then when Jamie was born and at two or three years old, he was out in the laneway with my wife. She taught them how to stick handle, along with a guy named Chris Finnerty in Ottawa. He's, he was the type that would drop his wallet on the road and show myself or the kids how to stick handle right on the street. He taught my boys a lot about hockey. He really enjoyed himself. Uh, my boys enjoyed themselves so much that we made a rink. <laughs> this is we true. made a rink in the backyard. <laughs> Fun. Now, I'll tell you a little story about that. I took them in the back, and they were all excited. And, oh, man, I said, Look, you can shoot it off the back of the garage. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. It. Hey? Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Anyways, I come back to see what they were doing. The back of the garage was full of holes. <laughs> because they had good shots. And they could and they put it through I said, Why didn't you stop after one hole? Well they said we thought you said we could do whatever we wanted after. <laughs> Imagine that? I said, You gotta be kidding me. So that was the beginning of their social hockey because they had all their friends in there and doing that. Well, then they got into the hockey league itself. And, you know, they had to learn to shoot a puck. So Dad was watching them oh, playing with God. the little sticks. And I said, no, 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 that's not the way you do it. You do it this way. And I took a little dinky car, and I fired it at the door right through the window. <laughs> okay. Right through the window. Wait, Dad, I got to stop you there, okay? Because you're not being completely uh, informational here on this one. We were playing in the house, and my brother and I would run up and down the hallway and smash sticks off the wall, smash each other into the wall. <laughs> and my dad was sick of it. And he's saying, you know, you guys, you're shooting this. You're breaking up my walls. And, Dad, you got mad and took the <laughs> hockey stick. And you fired the car down the hallway trying to be, you know, angry at us. And the thing went right through the window. And my brother and I both looked at him and said, yeah, Dad, you probably shouldn't break things around here. <laughs> you know, fathers and mothers go through a lot with kids who play hockey in the house. They, uh, you know... Uh, I told you about the rink in the backyard because I, I wanted you to understand that's how they really started and got going. And every time they went out to play hockey, they played good. They could score. Jamie was a stick handler, and Sean was a speedster. So every chance I went to a hockey game, I knew I would watch my boys because they get on the ice because they were always needed. Uh, I used to take them in the beginning and sit them up in the stands with me. And they were wondering why. I said, I want you to pick out at this practice who's a good player and who isn't, what he does and what he doesn't do. At first they thought, well, you know, 
dad. Yeah, we thought it was dumb. <laughs> just to uh, bring you yeah, inside the. I didn't the, want the to say period. that. Really, no, that's you know okay. What I mean? We thought you were. Uh, yeah, we thought you were insane. It's okay. Keep going. Yeah. And what they did was they learned how another hockey player plays. They were on defense, and they learned how a guy would come in, always go to the right. A guy would come in, deke once, go to the center. So I used to make them tell me who was a player, if they wanted to pick one, who did they pick? And they would always pick a good hockey player. After a while, when they played in the higher leagues, that's what happened. They started to understand how a guy would come in on them, how they could look from their legs and underneath to see who was coming because they had studied the player. So they knew exactly who was coming behind them, and if it was a train, they moved. <laughs> 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 and if it wasn't, well, they deked him out and stole a puck. Whatever. So, you know, that was one of the things that uh, comes to mind. And Jamie was not the most ambitious guy in the world. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but... No, I please will. do. Please say it. Yeah, I please, was, please okay, go on that path. Hang on. Dad, let's set the record straight here, okay? I was ambitious for hockey. Everything else, eh, not so much. <laughs> well, I'll give you as an example. Ugh. I left my two boys, and we went someplace, my wife and I, and I had left strict instruction for him to cut the lawn. Oh, God. Yeah, you know what's coming, eh, son? <laughs> uh, what, what he did was he managed to break. I kept this lawnmower together. We were not rich, so I kept it together, uh, pieces and all that, but I kept it together. My other son would cut the grass, no problem. <laughs> Jamie would cut the grass. I came home, and he couldn't finish it. I said, why? <laughs> well, this broke. That broke. The handle fell off. <laughs> what a, and, uh, you know, and he, he, he just accepted it. Oh, yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> well, it shows you the ambition he had, because he knew damn well if it was broken, he couldn't cut the grass. <laughs> How's that for a start? <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is true. This is true. You know, I I used to coach my sons always. And they listened, surprisingly. <laughs> but they did listen. And I did I was asked to be a coach one year. And I said the guy that was the coach at that time said, well, take the team over next year if you know so much. Well, I took it over. <laughs> and when I took it over, in the dressing room, the first thing I did was I put all the defense together. And I called them raw meat. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> then, then I put all the lines together so that he would remember the voice. When a kid yelled to him from the, his wing, he would pass the puck automatically because he knew the voice. I then, I called, there was these three little kids and nobody wanted them. I took them. 
And I thought and thought about it, and I said, you know what? I'm going to call them the Smurfs. (laughs) (laughs) And I gave them a name, and I gave them something to do. I said, when I put you guys on, you follow anyone who has the puck right to the dressing room or the bathroom, whatever. But that's your job. And you know what? They got so confident, they started scoring goals. They got good, that's for sure. We had a good season that year, for sure. The best. Yeah. I'm getting to some of these things quickly. I had a puck. And I'm sitting in my living room at night, and I'm saying, how can I make them want that? So what I did is I took a puck, all of them, enough for every kid there, and I took white out, and I put on it our puck. And I walked around the room and I gave each one a puck. And after doing that, I said, I want you to remember one thing, if nothing else. I wrote on it, our puck. That means that when you play out there, someone else, if he's on the other team, has your puck. (laughs) Go take it down. Take it away. (laughs) Yeah. And Jamie will remember that because he was on the team. I had Jamie and this other guy, Chris Hall. And, you know, I had another guy called the locomotive. I gave them names. Yes, you did. (laughs) And the reason I did, did yeah, and I did because it mattered to the parent. And I, I was in motivation. I used to do public speaking. (laughs) At that time, I used to tell everyone in the dressing room, hold hands. They'd all hold hands. Because, you see, electricity travels through the body. (laughs) You remember this, Jamie? (laughs) (laughs) And I would make them shout, yay. Yay, whatever I wanted to shout, but they had to continuously say it, and it, it's a magnetic field would round the team because they're all holding hands. Oh, my God. Dad, I got to stop you right there. I got to stop you. I love you, Dad. But right now, you I tell you what, you're losing me. <laughs> you're right now. Why am I losing you? Not losing me. No, don't get mad at me. Don't put me in timeout. All right. Don't okay. do that. Just I, I, I know that we have these discussions all the time, Dad. I love you. Not everybody's into the electromagnetic fields. Okay. Okay. Now, all right. So I'll move on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's get it back on the rails here. Okay. Okay. What, what I want you to talk about a little bit is the fact uh, is you know Sean and I going up through the teenage years and maybe look everybody knows i ended up being a hockey player the the story's already been it's been written you know what i mean but maybe some fun stuff that you can remember about growing up and some of the things we did that maybe aren't hockey related i mean is there any story that jumps off the page at you Okay, here, just a second. I might as well tell you a few things more than that. Eh? <laughs> as long as it's not electromagnetic fields, please. Okay, how about going to the next level when you're in juniors? Okay. And you uh, were out late because you came home. <laughs> and you were out late, and you had just got 
a Jeep. And you came home and you parked it in the laneway. And it was late at night. I don't know where you were. I think you were praying. Yeah. <laughs> and you heard a noise in the yard. You thought someone was stealing something out of your new Jeep. And you went down the street, chased them all the way down the street, and found out he was a newspaper guy. <laughs> How's that? Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, this is a true story. Um, I know, they're all true. Th- yes, this is a true story. I, I may have had a couple of cold, frosty beverages that night, and it may have been, oh, I don't know, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I did yeah. have a new Jeep, and I was pretty darn proud of that thing. And I saw headlights pull in. Why I was still awake, or I don't know, was bumbling around. And I thought to myself, somebody's stealing something out of my Jeep. So I tore out of the house. And chased his car down the street. And as I got close to the car, I noticed like four stacks of newspapers in the back of this thing. And it was the paper guy. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, but I think we had a few. Did we not have some issues with the paper guy following that? Yeah. (laughs) Just a bit. I was lucky I ever got a paper again. (laughs) And how about a guy that wakes up in the morning and... uh, He's tired, and he's got to go to school. He calls a taxi three blocks. He only has to go three blocks. They're all up in the taxi. <laughs> Imagine that. I said, how'd you get to school? Oh, I took a taxi. Oh, I see. So that's another fun thing that I can tell you about. And another one is, we told him one night that when you come home, if you come home late, put the garbage out. Oh. And we hear this racket, cans falling over, and noisy as hell outside. I, I told my wife, I said, if I go outside, I'm going to kill him. Because <laughs> I know what he's doing. He's putting the garbage out in the middle of the night, and he's drunk. <laughs> now, you got to vision this going down the laneway, dropping them everywhere in garbage because he knows he's got to make sure he gets the garbage out. <laughs> How's that for excitement? <laughs> yeah, they're, okay. I got a great story to tell, Dad, and this is going to be at both of our expense, okay? Okay. So my, my, I thought I was perfect. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, you've painted okay. quite. Yeah. The, our listeners know that I like to have the odd beverage, so they're not surprised by that. Um, <laughs> might have heard. Might, might have been it's a thing. Grapevine. So let's go back in time real quick. And my brother and I played hockey in the driveway slash laneway, according to Big Jim. And we did it every day. I, one of us would be goalie. One of us would be out shooting, and my dad came home from work one day, and it was... <laughs> it was I know what you're going to say. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Buckle up, Buttercup. So, <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we... Go ahead. My dad hates the heat, and he, you know, if it's hot outside, he sweats, and he literally, like, sends him to, like, a bad place. Like, he gets angry. And so he's trying to tell my brother something serious, and I'm bored. Of course, I'm bored. I don't want to hear my dad talk to my brother. Like, let's go. We're playing hockey. So I take the tennis ball, and I just start shooting it off my dad's shin. Why? I don't know. It seemed like a great idea at the time. I'm, like, thinking in my head, you know what? I'm just going to rattle him enough to be like, okay, I'll leave you alone. Well, every now and then, you have 
you know, it gets caught in the curve, right? Like you get, it gets caught in the curve, so you get a little more elevation than you were wanting to get at the time. Well, yeah. the tennis ball ended up in Big Jim's balls, and <laughs> he, he, the, the look of Satan himself came out, and I... I tried to run down the driveway, and my dad may or may not have um, introduced his briefcase to the back of my legs as I was uh, running down. Uh, now, I tripped and fell, and, you know, my dad was furious. It was hilarious. It's hilarious now, and then I'm sitting there crying, looking for some sympathy, of course. And I'm like, I think my leg's broken. And my dad's like, well, good. Jump up here and grab my briefcase on the How way up. How old were you at this point? Uh, like nine or <laughs> ten years old. And A little the, older, about 11. Was it 11? Uh, and yeah, you, and you ran away when you hit me. <laughs> and I threw the suitcase and right across the back of your legs. And you fell down. And I said, don't you ever run from me. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the option was better to stick around, right? <laughs> yeah, because you would, nothing would have happened. That's a good point. That was I a good lesson. I told him that. So, you know, we, we used to get uh, phone calls in the middle of the night from either one of them. Either one of my sons. And they would tell me where they were. And this is three or four in the morning. Who they're with, and introduce them on the phone to me. And you know, when you have a girl saying, "Hello, Mr. Rivers," and I say, "Who's this?" Well, I'm Sydney or Joanne. And I said, "How can I help you?" Oh, Sean, Jamie or Sean wanted to let you know. They know me. <laughs> it was just I a wake-up call for work, Dad. That's all. And I'd say, could you could put, put him back on the phone? <laughs> so, and we got through a lot of those. Oh, yeah. But well, not so always, many. Not so many. <laughs> but you were always told, my boys were always told, no matter what time it is, no matter where you are, if you call me, you don't even have to just tell me where you are. That's the first thing where you are, and I'll go get you. Mm -hmm. I don't care what time it is, where it is, I'll go get you. And I did. You did, Dad. You did. You've always been yeah. there for me mm -hmm. all along the way through minor hockey, junior hockey, pro hockey, and uh, I really appreciate Dad. I love you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on today. This was awesome. We'll have to do it again. Yes, please. Sometime, and um, we'll all I'm go. I'm tell you one more here. Okay, sure. You can't get away that just a minute. Okay, yes. I don't get a chance to be a star. Often. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. My bad. Okay, now we used to have July first all the time. All the crowd came up. Hockey players, Sean, Jamie, everybody. Up at the lake. Yeah. I know you know lake. what you're talking about, but here they don't know what you're talking about. So we're up at the okay. lake, and we'd have up a big party for July 1st, which is like July 4th gotcha. celebration. Yeah. So, Okay, continue yeah. there, Chief. Well, we're, they're all drinking, right? Okay, next morning I get up. I got my picnic table on my patio. Oh, the boat that they had is in the pool of my brother, uh, and all this stuff. When I woke up in the morning, everything was moved. 
That was their fun in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping. <laughs> we just thought we'd Think redecorate. <laughs> now, the last thing I'm going to say, really, for now, and let's just get back to a good, a good program. Well, thank you. Uh, all of us, we always forget that when our children are small, we're always thinking about they're going to be a star, they're going to be this, going to be that, and we forget that we should hug them every day and let them know that whatever they do is okay with me because they grow up so fast and then all of a sudden you don't see them. So uh, this is really exciting to me as a father. And we've had, without them, we would not have had the fun or the traveling that we did. So when they celebrate Father's Day, both of them, they've come such a long way and give us so much fun. If anyone out there is considering whether a son should play a sport of some kind, encourage him and be good and kind to him and hug him every day. That's all. I love you, Dad. I love you. I miss you, and I really appreciate you coming on here. And now you're going to make me cry on here with you, which is not fun, okay? <laughs> Just okay. joking. I love you, Dad. Go have a great day. I'll be talking to you Sunday. Big Jim, you're the best. Thank you so much for the time today. Really do appreciate it, sincerely. I couldn't have had more fun for a Father's Day ever. Thank you. Well, good. Now I can go return your gift. Perfect. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to go, Dad. I love you. Okay. It's hard for me to let go. You know I what know. I mean? We're just going to hang up. We'll make it easy on you, okay? okay? All right. All Bye. right. I love you, Dad. That was Big Jim. Jamie Rivers' oh, father. Oh, my God. Does it all make sense now? 